All we right. have cheap mics. You have to eat them. Just remember to set up everything properly. Oh, man. Here it it's is again. Nights, nights like these that make me question every decision <laughs> I've ever made. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various <laughs> potentially comedic takes on several random, random topics, topics which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show <laughs> no. Stab, 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 stab. It's a show. That's right. Uh, welcome to Stab. <laughs> People on stage, appreciate you guys being here. Stab. Are you ready to meet yourselves? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Amy Estes. There Hi. you are. Daniel. Stab. William Humberger. Hello. Grant Cotter. Hello. <laughs> Grant Potter. 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 Grant Cotter Potter. Not Cotter. Wait, is there a Grant Cotter? I don't know. Because uh, Josh, who was here before, said, I know a stand-up named Grant Cotter. Yeah, I think I'm... Oh, yes. Okay. I think... I'll, I'll, I will not do that again. Okay. <laughs> Grant like Potter. Potter. Copyright infringement. Jesse Jones. Yeah. That's who's on the show. <laughs> I'm your host, John Morris Rossforth. <laughs> All right, let's play Stab. There it is. <laughs> Really every time. There's there's still theoretically an online listening audience, so I'm gonna right. I'm selling it to them right now. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> They're just playing our podcast online. to their empty <laughs> empty chair. Yeah, <laughs> they're up getting. All right, uh, this first segment is called reorganization. It's a fun one, crowd favorite. <laughs> if we had a crowd, uh, please take the following acronym: reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that today is National Hairball Awareness Day, today's acronym is U G H A C K. I didn't realize that was a pronunciation. Yeah, that's how you say it. Amy, what does mean to you? I'm really happy to be here considering I have a vomit phobia. Please continue <laughs> making that noise. Uh, you know, I'm glad you asked. Uh, U-G-H-A-C-K stands for You Got High and Choked Kids. Uh, <laughs> it's a shitty thing to do, but you did it. People love to talk about how marijuana doesn't make people violent, but you're a uniquely special snowflake who got high as a fucking kite and choked the shit out of some bitch-ass kids. <laughs> you're a member of this crew of monsters? Congratulations. <laughs> Very good, Amy. I'm laughing. I like it. Just that. like a crowd would. I did like it. I liked it. It hit close to home. Really. <laughs> For real, Amy, if there were a crowd here, they'd be laughing. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. I know. Yeah. Daniel, what is U-G-H-A-C-K? I don't want I can handle afraid. it. It's fine. I, <laughs> I, I thought it was pronounced Ugh-hack. Ugh-hack. Yeah. And so uh, I I said that it, the, it stood for unwanted generic humor and comedian killers. Okay. Ooh. And so these are people that go out to shows um, at clubs that are probably located in Old Sack and then <laughs> wait for people to take the stage and then murder them. Oh, my God. Not the worst idea. No yeah. risk. I, I think it's a fucking fantastic idea. No risk for us. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I could be a victim. Totally you know, safe. I've had, I've had some weird stuff. So. Well, very good, Daniel. Yeah. It's not. It's okay. 
Yeah, no, it was all right. Okay. <laughs> it was the crowd didn't like it. I don't know if they'd be laughing if they were here. They might be you ready know what? to murder then They us. wouldn't have laughed at you either. So. <laughs> yeah, they would have. Everyone loves choking a kid. Come on. Yeah, I, I can't deny that. <laughs> uh, Grant? Uh, uh, I believe UGHACK stands for, uh-oh, Grant hasn't acquainted the audience with keto yet. Uh, uh, the keto diet uh, it's very important within the first two weeks to tell every stranger and acquaintance you know uh, about the importance of eating more fat it actually doesn't make you fat sugar makes you fat you're going to want to stay like below about 50 net carbs um is this good conversation? <laughs> Where was the C, though? Oh, the C was Part crowd. of acquainted? The crowd. crowd. Oh, okay. And then, uh, see, I, I don't know if this is cheating. The crowd with keto. The and with. Those are like... Yeah, you yeah. could... Those, those could are, drop those off. are minor yeah. words. Minor you words. can cut them out. Yeah, yeah. 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 minor fillers. I, those are fine. Yeah. I'm on board They mean that. nothing. Those are called coordinating conjunctions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, I just oh. got Ms. real Estes unhorny. Here. <laughs> real unhorny. Yeah, I just got real, real horny, unhorny. so I guess we'll split the difference. Fucking we were awesome. literally schooled. You are the yin to my yang. Ty voice felt about us, Daniel. <laughs> That's a conjunction. <laughs> conjunction, junction. Well, I would never sing that if there was a crowd here. You're welcome. Very good, Grant. Yay. That was really good. Thank you. So good. Thank you. <laughs> Jesse, what yeah. is... Uh, mean to you well as pretty much anyone who's ever listened to this show knows i never buy american <laughs> why would i i've seen the work ethic of those people hell i am one of those people i wouldn't trust anything i make and neither should you <laughs> i also take great pride in my skincare regimen this puffy bulging sack of disgusting under my eye notwithstanding <laughs> I can only assume I got it by accidentally walking too close to a squirt gun full of American-made skin cream. <laughs> so in order to maintain my normally flawless, silky smooth epidermis, I search out far and wide the finest imported products that the mysterious East has to offer. Usually the only writing on these products is in the native scribble-scrabble of their country's origin, leaving me to simply trust that the screaming walrus with the bulging star-shaped pupils and the glinting tusks knows what's best for battling my sad, rough elbow shame. But, some <laughs> but sometimes these companies make the hilarious effort to translate their slogans, instructions, and warnings. And as it turns out, UGHEC is one of, the <laughs> many, one of the many poorly translated directions you can find on the back of a slimy, biodegradable gel sack of smooth, wonderful-style finger slicks, <laughs> melon nose-flavored hand lotion. Um, <laughs> the moist purple starfish with gorilla arms on the back of the sack informs users to apply with UGHAC or use gentle harshness. Activate creamy knuckles. <laughs> There's also a floating top hat with a mustache that warns do not befriend wrinkles, murder unsmooth travesty, <laughs> and a beach ball with eyes on the nose of what looks like a seal, except the seal doesn't seem to have a face, which is just as disturbing and confusing as it sounds. Uh, anyway, the beach ball says, vilify age freckles, ghost squirt, maximum heal. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, you can only find smooth, wonderful style finger slicks in the Asian markets that smell like a seafood graveyard the second you step out of your car in the parking lot. <laughs> And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. As somebody with psoriasis, I would still try it. <laughs> what was the acronym of the second thing? Like the vitality? 
Oh, I didn't actually try to. I could have tried to make them acronym. But did it accidentally become so? V A F G S M eight. No, that's not oh, a thing. Okay. <laughs> Vagasm. Vagasm. Oh shit! I thought you were like hiding messages, like the Patreon. Yeah, sometimes I do, but I didn't try that hard this time. Backwards, it says Paul is dead. I was working with one eye. I didn't have anything going. Well, everyone, I want to congratulate you. Nice first segment. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> that, brings us, that brings us to our next segment. The top. Th- we could stop doing this show right now, and it wouldn't matter. We could. No one would know. It matters to okay. the online. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Please compose three Google searches from the perspective of the following: uh, the measles. If measles could search Google, uh, what would it slash they search? Uh, one at a time. What's your first of three Google searches from the perspective of measles, Amy? Jenny McCarthy nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel? I, I didn't know I was a measle. Uh, can weasels get measles? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grant? Does vaccination cause autism? <laughs> they're, they're just like us. They're looking out for their kids. <laughs> Jesse? Daniel has already blown up my three-step <laughs> progression, <laughs> so yes. we'll see this unfold. Um, I want to be more inclusive. How to lead, legally change my name from measles to weasels. <laughs> 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 All right. Pass number two, Amy, your second of three. Curable and preventable diseases dating app. <laughs> Because diseases are always trying to reproduce. What's up, bacteria? <laughs> that one's just for me. This is going to be the fastest show ever, I think. Is Daniel. That's all right. No laugh lines. Uh, Google search number two. Can measles drive diesels? <laughs> <laughs> I hope Jesse's <laughs> includes diesels. <laughs> Grant. Uh, plot synopsis. The Marvelous Mrs. Measles. It's <laughs> <laughs> about a... <laughs> Uh, Orthodox Jewish lady in the West Village <laughs> reading anti-vax poetry <laughs> and making brisket and the costumes. <laughs> anti-vax poetry audiences couldn't snap their thumbs because <laughs> of the polio. Anyway, I don't know if that affects your... <laughs> yeah, we'll just assume it does. Okay, Jesse. <laughs> uh, why does everyone laugh at me when I tell them I want to change my name to Weasels? Follow up, <laughs> image search, Weasels. <laughs> Third of three, Amy. Anti-vax rallies near me. <laughs> Very good. Daniel. Can measles create artwork with rodent subjects helming large transport trucks? And if so, can measles use easels to paint weasels driving <laughs> diesels? <laughs> Very good. We just named the episode. <laughs> Grant. Uh, this would work better with a crowd. Uh, <laughs> All of these. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, what happens to the Avengers now that Tony Stark is dead? <laughs> Are you fucking serious, dude? You're an asshole. You motherfucker. Oh my god, Daniel, it's okay. Uh, not, I actually, I actually have not seen it. Okay, Daniel, it's okay. This episode doesn't come out for two weeks. <laughs> I don't care about God. Else I other hope than me. that's what happens. Yeah, I do too. I <laughs> swear to God, I, I'm ready for it. He's old. He needs to. It die. probably God, is, but that, that doesn't mean real. we want to hear it. <laughs> it's my Going favorite an, thing that's ever happened <laughs> on the stage, right there. Going to an 8:45 a.m. showing. <laughs> I tried to dodge it all this time. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, and so to finally tie in, uh, <laughs> Daniel. Literally, this starts off with, "Can weasels get measles?" <laughs> <laughs> Follow up. Country music song database search: Can weasels get measles? Follow up. How to copyright a country music song title? <laughs> <laughs> There we go. I'm just coughing through the show. Yeah. That brings us to our third segment of five. Uh, this one's called This Was Today Once. Amy asked, is today is National Help a Horse Day? Help a Horse Day. Uh, also on this very date, 1962, NASA's Ranger 4 spacecraft crashes into the moon. Allegedly. Uh, how did you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Save a horse, ride a space cowboy, y'all. <laughs> Let's get buck wild. Yes. <laughs> to celebrate this beautiful mashup of truly American interests, the wild, wild west, and the final frontier, I orchestrated a shootout between some old-fashioned cowboys and some newfangled aliens, like a modern game of cowboys and indigenous people. <laughs> At first, the cowboys were extra excited because they thought I was referring to those illegal aliens, but they were less excited when actual aliens appeared and lasered them right up. It was the rootinest, tootinest day in the Wild West. No horses were harmed in this epic battle. Aww. Dang it. Very good. Very good. Amy Estes, let's clap for her. Let's start, let's start clapping for Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Only Amy. We don't Only Amy. Just Amy. Fair enough. Uh, Daniel, I know you'll love this one. Today is Confederate Memorial Day in Florida. <laughs> Finally. Uh, also on this very date, 1945, Australian race car driver Dick Johnson is born. How did you celebrate the aforementioned events? Well, what I did was I got into character as Florida Man. (laughs) And then I wrote a bit of a uh, thing here that we're going to do now. All right. So, Twas the day of the Confederate Memorial and all through the house. (laughs) Hung Nazi memorabilia, including my picture of Wilhelm Krauss. (laughs) Today was particularly exciting for more than just reason, or more than just this reason. For today marked the beginning of the NASCAR season. <laughs> I raced to the TV, my heart all a flutter, and I did my favorite thing involving my dog Scooter and some peanut butter. <laughs> I was feeling free. Nobody could boss me. When all of a sudden on screen appeared a goddamn Aussie. <laughs> he was being profiled and hailed as a great driver, yet he wasn't born in America and probably doesn't drink Budweiser. <laughs> Fuck this bullshit, I yelled at the screen. I'll be damned if NASCAR gets infiltrated by some goddamn European. <laughs> I tried to change the channel and turned all the knobs. I don't want some foreigner taking American drivers' jobs. Yes, I tried to hate him. There was great conflict, for he looks so American, and his name is Dick. <laughs> Hell, I bet he even likes apple pie. And at one of my barbecues, he'd drink a bud dry. <laughs> Shit, maybe we'd be friends, because down under sounds like it could be in the south. And maybe I'd give him some Skippy and let him have a go at Scooter's mouth. <laughs> I'd offer it up and he'd say he wants some because he's my new best friend, Dick motherfucking Johnson. <laughs> Very good, Daniel. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. <clears throat> I laughed. <laughs> Grand- That's helpful. <laughs> Grant Potter. Uh, today is National Dissertation Day. Uh, also on this very date, 1989, the deadliest tornado in world history strikes central Bangladesh, killing upwards of 1,300, injuring 12,000, and leaving as many as 80,000 homeless. Jesus. How did you celebrate the aforementioned <laughs> events in Tanner? 
Yeah, dissertation day, horrible Bangladeshi tornado. Uh, I thought it was a day of reflection, you know, dissertations. That's what people with master's degrees or PhDs or generally have a career, you know, <laughs> what they have. And, you know, my parents, uh, you know, they haven't said they're disappointed in me, but I'm an only <laughs> child. So, like, you get the little look in their eyes, like, move it along. Uh, and then I thought, fuck them. I don't need a career or, like, awards or degrees on my wall. People are dying in the third world. The world is on fire. Everything's fucked. I should be volunteering, like doing right by the world. I need a higher purpose. And then I took all those feelings and I shoved them so far down. And then I got back to writing an acronym for the word <laughs> UGHAG. <laughs> My higher purpose. <laughs> that was all. Very My good. Reflection. I'm glad we gave you purpose today. Very good. Very good. Grant Potter, we could all clap for him. Very oh, good. no, that didn't deserve oh, a slap. No. <laughs> Thank you. you memorized it. You memorized it. Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, today is World Intellectual Property Day. Yeah. Uh, also on this very date, 1992, Who's the Boss airs its final episode after running for eight years on ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Well, in celebration of World Intellectual Property Day, I created a special line of completely original greeting cards for all occasions, which also happened to fall on World Intellectual Property Day. Make these words work. Uh, As a creative, I take intellectual property very seriously. So you can rest assured that when you buy any card from my line of heart-to-heart, any occasion, single-fold cards, that all content inside and out has been written by me from my own brain. All these moving, heartfelt words and sentiments never before arranged in these particular orders created especially for these particular events, celebrations, or happenings. Now, on the cover of this first card is a mortarboard hat suspended in midair, the tassel spinning in a clearly celebratory fashion, and the words, Happy Graduation, underneath. Then, you open it up. On the inside, it reads, (coughs) There's a time for love (laughs) and a time for living. (laughs) You take a chance and face the wind. An open road and a road that's hidden. A brand new life around the bend. (laughs) There's a path you take and a path not taken. The choice is up to you, my friend. (laughs) Nights are long, but you might awaken to a brand new life. Brand new new life. (laughs) Brand new life around the bend. Congratulations, graduate. Now, some people have contested that those completely original sentiments contained in this card are the exact lyrics to the Who's the Boss theme song, to which I tell them, well, if Tony Danza couldn't afford a lawyer to contest that in court, I'd like to see you try, Angeler. (laughs) (laughs) This next completely original card, uh, created in in my own mind, has a picture of a single white lily... And in purple over it, the words are condolences. (laughs) Inside it reads, Whatever happened (laughs) to predictability? (laughs) The Milkman, the Paperboy, Evening TV. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a heart, there's a heart, (laughs) a hand to hold on to. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, There's a face of somebody who needs you. When you're lost out there and you're all alone, a light is waiting to carry you home. Everywhere you look, 
We're sorry for your loss. Wonderful, <laughs> completely original, sympathetic statements for any loved one going through a difficult time. The final card I'd like to share with you tonight I think is very special, and the heart-to-heart, folded pictures and words cardstock company is very proud of its inclusion in our line. Features a picture of a rainbow flag waving triumphantly in front of a sky full of fireworks with a gold script font reading, Happy Coming Out Day. The message inside is a simple one. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. (laughs) They're a modern Stone Age family. When you're with the Flintstones, have a yabba-dabba-doo time. A dabba-doo time. (laughs) We'll have a gay old time. (laughs) So unique. So original. So hit me up for any of these completely original cards. And so many more after the show. We have something for any and every other kind of something. There it is. This was today once. <laughs> All right. Uh, segment four, write an erotic poem about it. Uh, Amy Estes, let's hear your erotic poem in regards to the Supreme Court. Mm. Uh, first, I just want to say it's National Lesbian Visibility Day. And as a lesbian, um, <laughs> this poem is dedicated to the only Supreme Court I acknowledge, which is the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I do my kegels for Alana Kagan. I want Sonia to be the soda mayor of my pussy. (laughs) But my heart beats for only one. Ruth, Bader, Ginsburg. She is strong. She is smart. Her sinewy muscles make me quiver. Horny for justice. I would do unspeakable things to her live body, but only with consent. <laughs> Fuck off, Brett Kavanaugh. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That was erotic. I was a poetry minor. Can you tell? <laughs> did that come through? Yeah, it did. It, loud and clear. Totally. Daniel Humbarger. Is that how you say that? Okay. <laughs> We're so deep in the show. Hormuger. Daniel Hamburger. Daniel Hamburger. I mean <laughs> that's how they when we came to America and they bastardized our last name like they do to so many immigrants. Uh, what was became, your name original? <laughs> it was Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was, it was from Spain. It was just it was actually it was Ugg Hack. And, uh, they changed it. It was originally tea and biscuits. I thought it was consensually <laughs> hug a bitch, but I guess no. I'm wrong. Okay. It was Daniel Bangers and Mash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the English bastardization. Like, oh, hamburger, is it now? Let's change that to Bangers and Mash. Thank you. Right. Here's my erotic poem about farmer tans. Uh, yeah, Daniel, your, your erotic poem is about farmer tans. Okay. <laughs> Stripes like a zebra adorn your torso. I see where the sun has shined, but I want to see where it hasn't even more so. You have the sun-kissed markings of a straight-up yokel. Oh my God, Daddy, put me in a chokehold. Flick my tip until it's swollen and makes when I pee hurt. Then show me how you only go outside wearing a t-shirt. I love the combo of brown arms and neck with the white chest. I'll put SPF 200 everywhere but your arms and let nature do the rest. <laughs> your, pel- your, 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 your pale belly shines like a beacon. I'm your choir boy and you are my deacon. <laughs> You're the musician and I'm the dancer. 
I love how you simultaneously appear to be safe from, yet also at risk of skin <laughs> <Whoa>. cancer. <laughs> wow. Very good. Very good, Daniel. <laughs> Flicking the tip. All right. <laughs> Flicking the tip. Grant Potter. All right. Let's hear your erotic poem about Harry Potter. <laughs> <coughs> Convenient. No. This is told in first person. Totally accidental. <laughs> oh, cousin, my cousin. Our Thanksgiving meal is done. We've weathered uncle's talk, and the prize we sought is almost won. Our beds are near, placed side by side. We're bunking up, but first, you'll be my broom to ride. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cousin, my cousin, off with that robe. It's getting quite hot. I run my hands down you. Oops, my finger got caught. (laughs) So that's why they call you Harry. Can't say I didn't know. With a bush that thick, you've got a real whomping willow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cousin, my cousin, you'll holler and hoot. You'll say, I'm right chuffed. Now stick it in me boot. (laughs) Does he mean his ass or a trunk in the British slang? (laughs) I don't ask questions. I just pull out my wand. (laughs) Oh, cousin, my cousin, going so deep with my wand, the color of Ron Weasley's head. You call me your daddy. Guess I'm back from the dead. (laughs) (laughs) Expecto Patronum! I cry out to the stars. Out shoots a milky white stag that runs down your scar. Yes. Very good. Yes. My favorite part of that was when he said, I can't say I didn't know. (laughs) Harry's, yeah, Harry's Harry. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Ruining my children's childhood. Very good. They'll hear it. Although my, my, I guess there's a there's a, a a funny meme that my children uh, shared with me, uh, where it's Hermione Granger saying, "Harry, I'm pregnant," <laughs> and then he goes, "Fetus deletus." <laughs> <laughs> How old are your kids? <laughs> that is very offensive, and I don't know where no, your two-year-old learned. How is that okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 16. Just an abortion. Yeah. But they were telling me this one years ago. Anyway, uh, Jesse Jones, let's hear an erotic poem about cowards. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I just realized I didn't, like, the most erotic part was the the last two lines, and I wrote them first, so I think the rest of it's not actually that erotic, (laughs) but it's also not angry. I just wrote a regular-ass poem. What the fuck did I even do? (laughs) It works. All right. uh, So try and, I'll try and read it. Erotic. No, I'll just read. All right. (laughs) You never saw it coming. I could see it on your face. You just thought you'd make a snarky comment, not be put hard in your place. (laughs) You didn't think they'd hear you mutter about how badly their kids behave. All that time tucked behind your keyboard, unleashing each rant and each rave, had convinced you to try it in public, had made you so foolishly brave. Now there's a person there, your face feeling the hot breath of their screams. (laughs) The comment section made it seem so easy. You could type up clever hate by the reams. (laughs) But you've never been in an actual fight. This was scarier than your wildest dreams. But they called you on your bullshit. And it was just plain to see your eyes beginning to well with tears, your pants quickly filling with pee. (laughs) Oh, how I hate to see you go. But I love to watch you flee. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. I don't know what I did this afternoon. (laughs) It was hot. It was hot. Don't worry. 
That brings us to our final segment of the evening. Dang it. Oh, uh, no, quiet down, everybody. No. Called, uh, yeah, hey, hey, everyone, sit back down. Sit back down. Don't leave early. The traffic will, you'll be fine. Um, uh, movie makeup. Uh, please have written a synopsis based on the following movie titles. All movie titles are brought to us by WordCounter.net's random word generator. Uh, Amy, the name of your movie is Silky Man Ray. Silky Man Ray. The Silky Man Ray is a creature of ancient legend. He is both a silky man as well as a silky ray. He spends his day scanning the reef of the South Pacific for krill and small fish. He spends his night on the couch at the bottom of the ocean with his wife watching Jeopardy. No one knows where he came from or if there are others like him. One thing we all know for sure is his skin sure is silky. In Silky Man Ray's first full-length feature film, he navigates the challenges of being both man and Ray, solving his problems with the signature silky smooth touch. <laughs> I kind of want to see it. Very good. <coughs> Very good. Don't need to cough about it, okay? <laughs> I'm <laughs> dying, just so you know. <coughs> Daniel Hamburguesa. The name of your movie is called Look Trucks. Goddamn right it is. <laughs> From the studios that brought you Forrest Gump and I Am Sam comes Look Trucks. The story of Darnell Trucks Jackson, a special needs person with a special heart. Who was also a savant when it came to diesel engines. Darnell's love of life was only exceeded by his curiosity of moving tractor trailers. Whenever a long-haul diesel caught his eye, Darnell would gleefully shout, Look, trucks! But one day, disaster struck. Darnell wandered onto a freeway in pursuit of a trucker convoy and got ran over. Most people would have counted him out. But Darnell Trucks Jackson had something that semis don't run on, and that's heart. This November, at a theater near you, comes the heartbreaking and heartwarming story of one special guy's loves of truck and life. That was really inappropriate. Very good. That's what I was going for. Very good, Daniel. I didn't. He's gonna win an Oscar, man. <laughs> right. Never go full. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Full truck. <laughs> yeah, never full truck enthusiast. Never full size truck. Grant Potter. The name of <laughs> half cab. Always half cab. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Grant, the name of your movie is called Direct Defiant Soup. On August 11th, 2017, the nation was in hot water. Spurred on by political support from the White Bean House, neo-soup Nazis descended on Charlottesville, carrying lit sterno cans and shouting, no soup for you. Their protest is an attempt to prevent the removal of a soup plantation franchise some consider offensive. In response, brave members of Soup Antifa, led by activist Tom Yum, <laughs> arrived as counter-protesters. This film, sheds light, light, this film sheds light on the sacrifices of the proud raw men and raw women <laughs> who stewed up to defend the melting pot that is America. Critics say this is chicken soup for the American soul. Oh, yeah. well Very done. good, Grant. Very good. Very good. 
Jesse Jones, yeah. name of your movie is called Glue Jeans. And since apparently I couldn't follow any fucking directions today, <laughs> uh, this is actually just a commercial for a new line of abstinence aids and chastity accessories. <laughs> Do you have a daughter or son, but more likely daughter, that just can't keep her pants on? No matter how much you tell them that only Satan likes butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And every child born without the official sanction of a church-recognized marriage is actually a demon in disguise, sent to Earth to punish the parents for their promiscuity and decadent, <laughs> sinful fluid exchanges. Well, then you need glue jeans! <laughs> From the makers of overpants, the underpants you wear over your other underpants, <laughs> and the boob saver, the world's most popular vacuum-sealing bra, comes glue jeans! <laughs> Before you head out, simply brush on a pair of glue jeans. <laughs> Available in a wide variety of fresh and funky styles to choose from. Don't want to wind up being stoned in the village square? Then slather on a pair of stonewashed glue jeans. <laughs> Looking for that torn and tattered look that's so popular with the peers today? Too bad. Glue jeans <laughs> must be worn in no less than three full covered coats to ensure 100% effectiveness. But when they're dry, you can color anything you want on them to express your parentally approved identity. <laughs> and as an added feature, if an erect penis gets anywhere near any pair of glue jeans, the chemical reaction of pre-ejaculate seminal fluid <laughs> and the top layer of glue jeans fabric creates an unbreakable bond, trapping the unwelcome phallus and cementing the two fornicators together like wild, rutting street dogs. <laughs> Their unmistakable, unspeakable shame on display for all to see until you sprinkle on the boner debonder, releasing the two dis <laughs> <laughs> disgusting heathens. <laughs> so whether you're not ready to be a grandparent yet, or you just hate fun, <laughs> get yourselves a can of glue jeans today. Glue jeans, for external use only. <laughs> Accidental ingestion of glue jeans can result in a fatal condition known as denim gut or a Canadian tummy. <laughs> oh, that's the end of Stab. Damn it. Just when it was getting good. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was good. Uh, one more time for all your con uh, contestants tonight. Amy Estes. Daniel Humberger. Grant Potter. Jesse Jones. Uh, if you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which means stab for gold. Stab the number four gold.com. Thanks, everyone. My name is John Morris Rosenford. Go back now, okay? <laughs>